0: Or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today.
1: And this is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. And we are at the Florida Economic Development Conference right here in downtown St. Pete, beautiful downtown St. Pete. We are at the Hilton Bayfront. And uh, we are broadcasting and podcasting and taping and recording shows uh, from the conference. Uh, The building is absolutely full of uh, economic development professionals and specialists, all kinds of suppliers and vendors who support economic development in the state of Florida. So uh, have enjoyed every minute of our time here at the FEDC conference. Helping us uh, with all these podcasts is our good friend, uh, Dr. Herb Ricardo, who is a standout uh, professor at the IRSC, Indian River State College School of Business. Thank you again, Herb, for all that you've done to help us with the podcast in here from FEDC. Tom, thanks so much. It is really buzzing around here, so it's it's
2: great. Uh, We're having a good time.
1: Yes. And uh, I, uh, I haven't mentioned, but I, I, we're probably, uh, you know, I don't know, 12 episodes in, but I probably should mention uh, we've got our two producers for uh, Small Biz Florida podcast. They are here, they're working, they work 24 7 around the clock. We've got uh, Miss Katie Muldoon and Miss Linda Gonzalez, who have uh, are working behind the scenes, getting our guests lined up and saving shows and post-producing and uh, doing the things that uh, folks do uh, when you're engaged in all that social media. So I do want to uh, highlight them and, and thank them again too. So with that, uh, I am very uh, proud and happy to uh, introduce our next guest because she's one of us. She's with the Florida SBDC uh, at Hillsborough County. It is Miss Carol Minor. Carol, welcome to Small Biz Florida.
3: Thank you, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Uh,
1: Carol serves as the center director uh, for the Hillsborough County FSBDC. She's also the manager of entrepreneurial services. Um, So, Carol, as always, I want to start with just a little bit about you and kind of your uh, background and your pathway uh, to becoming center director here uh, for the FSBDC at Hillsborough County.
3: Well, I am a transplant. So I've come originally from Philadelphia. I moved here 11 years ago. I have a background in banking. I did uh, small business lending for a number of years. I was vice president of banking um, at Wells Fargo now, it used to be called another bank. And, And then I started my own business consulting practice and decided to move to Florida. I moved to Florida, why? Because it's warm here. (laughs) And so I made the transition of life um, here to Florida and instantly connected with the SBDC because it was one of the one contracts that I had with my company in Philadelphia and found a home here at the SBDC at USF uh, before accepting a position with Hillsborough County. um, At first as a consultant and then as Um, a manager for the entrepreneurial services or center director for the SBDC at Hillsborough
1: County. Nice. Well, we are glad to have you on Small Biz Florida, and we're also glad uh, to to be part of the team with you at the Florida SBDC. So uh, tell us a little bit about um, Hillsborough County and kind of how your center uh, engages uh, in Hillsborough's efforts to support small business and entrepreneurship.
3: Great. So we have uh, currently we have three um, consultants. We have two open positions for consultants um, uh, because people have moved on, moved up and moved out. Um, but we service our county through relationships with six chambers. So we have satellite offices to help us to represent our entire um, Hillsborough County. So we have a footprint across our County.
1: Nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the, your small business development center, like all the other, uh, centers across the state of Florida, uh, provide services in, uh, business planning, uh, mentoring, coaching, market research, kind of talk about your center and maybe some specialties that, that are available through your, uh, specific center in Hillsborough.
3: Yeah, so we do all of the, of the regular types of training, if you will. Some of the things that I think we do are a little different, maybe not much, but we also engage uh, business owners as subject matter experts to teach some of our workshops. Um, we allow our consultants to be consultants to specialize in that rather than try to do both things. They, they do have a class that they have a teacher, so we do a, a six week uh, business plan um, class, but the program we're most proud of right now is our um, SEWP self-employment workshop program which we started last year and that program uh, focuses on the unemployed and underemployed individual who seeks to start a business or has started a business but have not been able to get it off the ground because they actually didn't start it correctly. They ran and got a license and they said I'm in business. right? Right. And so this program I'm really proud of because what we've done is Um, pair together community partners to provide these businesses with um, startup capital, very small startup grants. So my vision was that they would each get uh, at least $300 to at least buy their license. And so at the end, my first class, they received $950 each. Um, The second class, um, we actually they received $500 each. This class that I'm doing right now will receive $650 each. And those dollars don't come through to the county or they don't touch the county. They're coming from a community organization and usually a banking partner. In this case, we have um, a credit union that's providing their funds. In the past, we've had another bank provide those funds. And so, the the blessing for that is that we take our uh, businesses or these individuals through 39 hours of training because one of the things we saw was a lot of people would come to us to start a business and we tell them what they need to do and they go off we don't know what happened to them we don't know if they started we don't know what so this program allows us to take them all the way through the whole process and so and after the end of the 39 hours they have a consultant And so we're we're carrying them through the whole process as opposed to just saying, this is what you need to do to start a business.
1: Right.
2: Uh, You know, Carol, absolutely terrific. And we know that about, you know, entrepreneurs, what they'll do is is they love and they're excited about their particular program or their service or whatever it happens to be. But then when it comes to what we almost call the academic part, right, Mm -hmm. where they have to, you know, think about what they're going to do from day to day, put it together in a plan, keep them on track. Right. That becomes really difficult. Mm -hmm. Now, my question to you is not only is the average person. Difficult. But how about um, um, some, you know, women and minorities? Um, do you have any sp- special programs specifically for them, or or is there some way that you connect with them?
3: So this program is is designed for that population. Okay. Okay. And so most of the people who come to the majority of them are females. Okay. Great. And majority of them are minority. Uh huh. Um, the program starts with um, a four week, eight class, um, class or. It is a class, a workshop that helps them, uh, their mindset change. The Mm -hmm. whole thing is to understand why you're going into business, what it means to be a business owner. Before we even start talking about a widget, making a widget, building a widget, getting the money, getting any of those things, just to help them understand that it's typically, unless you have entrepreneurs in your family, You don't know what it looks like. And so we get a chance to learn what it looks like before you go into it and what you should be thinking about. So, But our target market are those women or those minorities who are underemployed or... uh unemployed
2: right right because I'm, I'm sure there's there's certainly also the um you know resources right you know um even psychological resources mm-hmm. are they around people who are positive mm-hmm. and driven mm-hmm. a lot of minorities are not right they're, they're around people who are not that driven and so they've got to be even stronger than the average
3: Right, let's talk about the lotus of control. And so that helps them to understand what helps them, what, what, where the, their um, spirit of control around them, how they think and why they think the way they think. Because yeah. a lot of times they may not think about entrepreneurship or, or they think positively about it because they're not around people who think positively about it. You don't have money to start that, you can't do that or whatever, those kinds of things. Right. But these things tell them they have, to, Where where do you get your energy from? Sure. You know, and to be self-reliant um, on that.
1: Well, and, and again, talk talk a little bit. Of, you talked about lotus of control. I, I you know, we we may share a little background in uh, in entrepreneurship training, but uh, but talk a little bit about the your whole philosophy of entrepreneurship. I mean, do you see entrepreneurship as as truly a way for uh, underserved, uh, you know, potentially minority uh, individuals, kind of you know, bettering their position, uh, generating some wealth for the family. I mean, do, do you see that entrepreneurship? Is that tool to, I to help?
3: Think, I think it is a very viable tool. And that is what propelled me in business because I believe that every single person that I help start a business, I've helped become self-sufficient. So all businesses, there are different types of businesses and not all businesses are going to be a million dollar business. There are lifestyle businesses, I've learned to start to call them, that are very valuable businesses. There are some of these businesses that will never be beyond part-time businesses, but that part-time revenue that comes in household helps keep that family right. uh, moving forward. Excellent. So I uh, I understand entrepreneurship at all levels. I'm not looking at trying to make the next, if that, if that happens, right. then, you know, that's fine. You know, but the idea is that people need to know I can take care of myself with my skills. I right. can use what I have to get where I need to go. That's why we chose the unemployed and underemployed. Below that is more difficult because they don't have any resources. But that population now has some resources to be able to contribute something to move forward in their business.
1: Right. And in terms of, of course, it goes without asking, too, but in terms of capital access, pretty difficult for a startup to get access at all to capital.
3: I think one of the biggest difficulties is that, that there's not a lot of access in our area, period. I come from Philadelphia, like I said, and there were many microloan programs, peer group lending programs, all types of programs that allowed, that entrepreneurs could go into. We don't have a lot of those in in Florida, and I would like to see more of those. However, part of the program that we... the training that we do is is based on credit and so we help people clean their credit up so they are, and understand credit so they put themselves in a better position to be able to get money from even a bank even if they start with a dog yeah. one credit card but they have to have some type of credit to be able to do that and so we can help them clean it up
1: so it is it, it, it is somewhat you know, we, we have to start at the beginning of that almost that financial literacy, really understanding mm-hmm. what is credit, yes. why is credit score yes. important. So yes. You, so, yes, you're starting with those kinds of, of, of mentoring and, and consulting issues.
3: And we work with an organization called um, Op- um, Hope. And uh, Operation Hope provides um, credit training, workshops, and then individual credit to help they as a counselor to repair right. their credit. So they were not just telling them what to do. We're actually helping them to do it.
1: Right. Nice. And, it, and, and then again, it's a little bit of a time commitment, but we are eventually getting those types of clients, what we call bankable. Then they can go to a bank and, and, and borrow some money, maybe in a micro loan of some sorts. That's yeah. correct. Okay. So,
3: you know, we, we all uh, have time commitment. This is a 39 hour class. They cannot miss classes. I'm, I, right. If you miss a class, you you boot it out. So I start off with 21 people in the class. I end up with 10 to 12. And I sure. tell them when they start, that's all you're going to come up with. And, they, and then my last class said, oh, no, all of us are going to go through. No, people won't stay dedicated and committed. And so the ones who finish are so proud of themselves because right. they've done it. They've achieved that first goal of being dedicated to themselves.
1: Nice. And then, so talk to us about the, kind of the big picture of hillsborough county you you've that that's a big county Mm uh you know tampa is the the you know the big city within hillsborough county but talk to us about about your marketplace what are some of the other uh municipalities within hillsborough county um and uh and then kind of tell us where hillsborough's headed now Obviously, Tampa's about big growth, and you've got an incredible port and all kinds of great infrastructure here. But uh, but where are we in terms of, uh, of of small business, and and what is really the the what what does the space look like in Hillsborough County?
3: So. That's a big question because there's so much development happening, as you just said, particularly, for example, in Tampa. And so we're trying to make sure that we are a part of that development so that we make sure that the small business is not overlooked. Because often what happens, particularly in this area where it's USF, they come in and the big companies come and buy the land and buy this. And buy and, and then we need to make sure that some of those small businesses have an opportunity to stay right in their own communities and create... Um, Commerce, right there. So we're there to help them to do that. You know, so they know, they know that they have somebody to give them the resources, uh, supply the resources they need to do that. We do the same thing in like Wa Mammoth. Wa Mammoth is like a very impoverished area. We work with a nonprofit there who provides. Um, Training and entrepreneur training, and now actually a, a, a small micro loan um, that will help people re- get credit. Because some of the people in that area don't even have credit, so we want to help them establish credit by doing a small micro loan that they pay off over a six months to a year time, just to build credit Mm. so that they can go to a microloan. So we dig into the community in that way. In East Tampa, the um, Fifth Third Bank is providing some money in that area to do a number of things. So we're partnering with them to help the small businesses strengthen the small businesses that are there because many businesses need that support to get stronger where they are and to help additional businesses come in that area. So we try to do what we can across Mm. our county.
1: And, and with all the growth that goes on in a big city like Tampa, do you see entrepreneurial opportunities where smaller businesses can create um, businesses that support the, the bigger um, you know, companies and corporations? Is that's, that, is that an opportunity? That's one of our goals. That's yeah.
3: one of our goals to do that. And even with the tech industry, because we want people to understand that innovation doesn't mean that if you don't have to be that innovator, but that innovator may need you to make that widget to make that nail, to make this piece, all of those kinds of things, to be a distribution channel uh, whatever, there may be opportunities with them as well.
2: You know, um, I, I loved right at the beginning when you were talking about um, using some of the local businesses as consultants, to kind of help out and hopefully um they don't see you know if you've got a restaurant and you're helping somebody become a restaurant you don't see that as competition but also as you know kind of building more restaurants you know for um for um, others to uh be a part of um the um I, I i guess what i'm i'm also thinking about is uh how do you how do you bring um the um i would have to say the idea that a business might have to um, I've lost my train of thought. I've lost my train of thought
1: here. Bring the business to to the marketplace? Or, yeah, yeah, I think
2: so, yeah, yeah. What is
1: your process maybe to to take that business, the idea from kind of idea to 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 you know, to the marketplace.
3: So the first thing is always going to be a business plan. Yeah. Nobody likes to do them. They <laughs> yeah. don't. Yes. Yes.
1: But so Carol, no, we know. I know that all too well. There's yes, no so.
3: way around getting around the, what you need to do. That how do you do that? And so to understand that, you need to understand the need that you're providing. Number one, you need to understand who has that need and how many of them, where they are, those kinds of things, and how much they're willing to pay for what you have and how to reach them. So those are the first things that we teach folks from the very beginning. I don't care how much you love it, (laughs) but unless there is somebody who needs it, you don't have a business. So the first thing is validating your thought of the business. You know, and that that comes with the research of determining how many people have that need. What are the sales looking like right now? Are you going into what we talk about? On, you may know this book, and I never remember the author. The blue ocean theory. Are you going into an area where it's red ocean, meaning you know, the shark-infested waters, where? It's steep competition, or you're going into a blue ocean area where you can come in in the back door and get some of those businesses, and they now start to come to you. So we we look at what they're trying to do, where the target market is, and then help them to get to that target market.
1: And you have all the standard tools, Ibis World, yes. Biz Miner, you've got yes, all those tools. Yes, all
3: of those tools, yes. yes. And, that's,
1: no,
2: and that's exactly what I was trying to um, come up with, and that is I've got an idea for a business. How do I go through that whole process? And, and also verifying that with individuals that i'm talking to to is this a pretty good idea yes because of course you've got to vet a program yes an organization a company right to make sure that it does you know it, it, makes it can sense. be yeah, yeah it makes sense and that it it's successful so yeah, part right of
3: the, right. this sewp program they have to do a survey of folks they have to find out from a survey are people interested in my product yes and then yep. what, what has happened in that case is a lot of times they pivot now I can't do it this way because they don't want it that way. They want it this way, you know? So they learn from that. They have to do the research. I tell them you have to do the research. There's no such thing as they say. That is, yeah.
1: it's, it's fictitious. Yeah, don't know, you know? who they are. Right. They don't know yeah. who that
3: is. So make sure you understand where the information is coming from and that is credible before you start building your business on that information.
1: Mm-hmm. Ah. You know, uh, Carol, I had the opportunity to uh, own and operate a uh, small to medium-sized business. I was in business for about 25 years, and uh, I tell folks all the time, I never knew about the SBDC program. Mm. Uh, only learned about it after I had uh, made hundreds of mistakes uh, in my own business, uh, and I, I one of my favorite comments to make to the team now at our SBDC at didn't State College is you know where were you people when I was in business uh, and so Carol I asked you the same where were you Carol uh, when I was in business uh, so it really is an incredible program and uh, we appreciate you sharing uh, your banking background your business uh, experience your business acumen uh, with those that 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 need it, uh, those entrepreneurs and small business owners out there struggling every day yes. uh, with those ideas. So we appreciate what you do. I and I certainly appreciate it because I was there
3: yes.
1: uh, on the other side of it.
3: Well, I was there too, so I started my business. And my first year, I did not allow for the taxes. Okay, so and then when I had to hire someone, I had not did not have job descriptions, so I hired people that didn't fit what I needed. And so, so I take those mistakes. And uh, I failed forward. I did stay in business for 20 years. But I also take those mistakes as lessons now that I teach other people. Right. Excellent. You know, don't become an expert in your own eyes. Get someone else right. <laughs> to Support. help you. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, very good. Yes.
1: Well, again, Carol, uh, thank you uh, for all you do for the Florida SBDC Network and for all you do uh, for your clients in Hillsborough County. How does, uh, if you're in Hillsborough County, how do we find you? How do we get in touch with you?
3: So you can reach me at uh, 813-204-9267. That's 813 813- Two zero four nine two six seven. Someone will answer the phone and they will connect you to us. All right,
1: good. Is there a website? Do they just? It is. Yeah, uh, it,
3: yeah I wasn't. I didn't want to get it. That's there, all right. Yeah. That's- <laughs>
1: Just, so, just, just go to the, just, U, go, to just
3: Hillsborough go to the county.org and click on business. You will find us. There you us. go. All
1: right. We will get, we will get there. Yes. Uh, Carol, again, thank you so much for your time here at the uh, Florida economic development uh, conference.
3: Thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed yeah.
1: it. All right. And uh, Dr. Ricardo, again, thank you for uh, uh, co-hosting duties and, uh, And again, for all those tuning in to Small Biz Florida, uh, stay with us. There's more to come from the FEDC conference here in uh, downtown
0: St. Pete. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred, Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.